And now from McAllen City Hall, a meeting of the McAllen City Commission. Good afternoon, we're convening the regular City Commission meeting for September 14, 2020. If you'd stand with me for the Pledge of Allegiance, followed by the invocation by Commissioner Tanya Ramirez. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. May we all bow our, bow our heads. Dear Lord, I pray that you guide us always satisfy the needs that need to be met during this meeting. Straighten us as we make tough decisions. I pray that we will be like a, like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. I pray that we will be fruitful. Father, please guide us so that this meeting can be productive. Let us be effi uh, effective and decisive. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And the first item is a public hearing to consider uh, recommendations from McAllen Planning and Zoning Commission. As you can see, we have a couple of items on the consent agenda, I mean the uh, routine items. Yes, sir. So we have uh, one rezoning and one conditional use permit um, listed under routine. Uh, as always, it comes with a favorable recommendation from the Planning and Zoning Commission, and it uh, did not have any opposition. But as always, if you want to take the item out, we can take it out and discuss it. Um, as normal. Okay. And those items were a request for a condition use permit for life of use for association associated recommend recreation common area. I never even heard one of these before. It's within a um, it's within an enclosed um, subdivision, and that's one zero three zero zero North Fourteenth Lane. The other one is a rezone from AO to R one, uh, and that's eight point four eight acres out of which is located at thirty three oh eight. Yellowhammer Avenue. I saw that on Zone 2, uh, the second one. In 1998, it looked like it got zoned R1, I thought. That's what it said in the, in the um, item. Is that true or? Uh, for which one, A, A2? Yeah. It was, uh, but then it got changed. Uh, I can tell you when. It was changed, basically. <laughs> Because it was changed uh, from AO to something before that in the comprehend in the um, overall zoning one in like in 1990 or whatever it is. Correct, 1998. In 98, it said it went to R1. Maybe that was a, just a typo. Correct. Okay. Okay. Is anybody here to appear in opposition to these two items as recommended by the Planning and Zoning Commission for rezoning? <coughs> Hearing none, entertain a motion to approve. So moved. Second. Second. Okay. Motion and second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign, motion carried. Uh, item B1 is off the, is withdrawn by the applicant. <coughs> so we can go to item B2, please. Yes, sir. This is a rezone from C3 to R3T um, at 2705 Nolana. This property is located on the east side of 27 and a half street, uh, approximately 300 feet south of Nolana. Uh, it is zoned C3 with R1 to the south and east and C3 to the north and west. Uh, the applicant is proposing to rezone R3T, uh, which is townhomes, for approximately 23 townhomes. Uh, the property is currently vacant uh, with surrounding uses, including single-family residences and commercial properties. Uh, development trends for this area are commercial, uh, single-family, and multifamily residential. 
Uh, the comprehensive plan designates this area as multifamily, uh, which is equivalent to the R3T zone. The property was zoned R1 and R3A during comprehensive zoning in 1979. Uh, then it was rezoned to C3 in October of 2000. Since then, no rezoning applications have been made. Uh, the item was heard at the August 18th Planning and Zoning Commission, where one resident was in opposition expressing concerns of hazardous traffic increase, the height of the townhomes, and uh, effects to property values. Uh, the Planning and Zoning Commission unanimously voted to recommend approval of the rezoning request. Okay, you heard the recommendation of PNZ. Is anybody here to appear against this particular item? Okay, and we understand we, uh, in that packet, had the reasons for the complaint in the first place. Address. Um, do we need to hear the uh, applicant or do I have a motion? So moved. Second. The motion is second to approve the recommendation of the Planning and Zoning Commission for the rezoning to R3T. Um, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Thank you. Uh, we need an amendment uh, to the zoning ordinance to reflect the items uh, A1 and B1. So moved. Second. And B2. Okay, and B2, I'm sorry. Okay, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. That's the end of the public hearing relating to zoning. Now we'll convene the public hearing for our uh, City of McAllen's proposed budget for 2020 2021. Um, the city, we do have several people that want to make comments. I think maybe, uh, do you want to go over just a real, for a public um, consumption? Sure, sure. Summary, uh, we'll, and then we'll do that. We will bring back, obviously, uh, the items on the 28th uh, for deep. adoption, both the budget and uh, the tax rate. Yeah. I want to thank the mayor and city commission for all of the time that, that uh, you spent on, on this issue, uh, as you do every year. We had a tough uh, time uh, coming up with this budget not only finishing up uh, the 1920 fiscal year, but the 2021. Um, obviously, we showed a deficit uh, on both budgets. We are still very confident that uh, we will be receiving funding from CARES Act uh, through the county that will supplement uh, our budgets and pay for fire and police and hopefully get us to a balanced budget uh, on both fiscal years. The total budget, as you know, Mayor and Commissioner, is over $400 million. And even in light of the difficulties that we had, uh, you know, the staff did a tremendous job of presenting to you, and you did a great job of deciding what kind of capital projects to take on. And you, in fact, are taking on about $100 million of capital. That says a lot about our community and about your uh, knowledge and courage to move these projects forward. Um, just in the drainage uh, bond improvements, we are estimating $18.5 million of drainage improvements, which is much, much needed in our community. We're way ahead of any community in the Rio Grande Valley in making improvements since the 2018 <coughs> flood and, and what we've had since, including Hannah. On top of that $18.5 million, on the drainage fee fund, we're almost at $4 million projected to spend this coming year in drainage for a total of $22.1 million of drainage, something to be really proud of. Um, in addition, the CIP, which has seen good revenue the last several years, has got over $8 million of capital improvements. Uh, and in the development corp, we're still able to put in some uh, capital projects. In total, it's $50 million uh, that comes from the general side of, of what we do. Uh, and, and in addition to that, almost $47 million that we are anticipating for the McAllen Airport. 
So, you know, we, we didn't add uh, personnel this year other than I believe one in, uh, in parks and uh, in, on the uh, outside agencies such as the bridge, we added some maintenance folks because uh, those costs are picked up by GSA. So the budget's very, very lean. In fact, there's a decrease in expenses this year compared to last. And uh, I'm really proud of the work that the staff did, especially Angie and her department, and the time that you took to evaluate all of these needs. I'll go into a little more detail on the 28th when you approve the budget, Mayor, but I'll be glad right. to answer any questions that you might have right now. And we, we might point out that this is uh, all different enterprises the city has, which are about seven or eight of them, and not just the general fund, which um, is primarily Avalorum taxation, which is about 48 million, which is almost about 12 or 14% of our total, um, total revenue. The other thing is not all the money is being spent of the 400 million, it goes into funded depreciation, in uh, different accounts that are maintained throughout the year but do have money flowing in and out, so they are included in the $400 plus uh, million dollar budget. We don't expect to spend all $400 million this year because those funds are allocated for uh, years in advance. That is correct. And okay. all of this was done with a very slight decrease in the property tax rate. All right. Okay, do I have, um, we have some people here to, uh, that want to speak. I think Stephanie Herwick, is she here? There's yes, one. can you hear me? Okay, yes we can, there you go. Great, thank you. Hi, Mayor, and good afternoon, Commissioners. On the eve of this new budget, I just wanna draw your attention to some issues that we have with the McAllen Nature Center. Um, I believe that it's not getting enough support from the city for basic upkeep and much less improvement. Um, while other McAllen City facilities have reopened with regular hours, the city is still limiting the McAllen Nature Center to morning hours, not including Sundays, making the park virtually inaccessible to working families during a time when outdoor socially distanced activities are really the safest recreation option. Also, two-thirds of the pre-COVID staff has been laid off, and that is very clearly completely inadequate to keep up with the maintenance. Parts of the park were impassable for months over the summer because there was too much trail maintenance for too few staff. And that doesn't even include things that are sort of maintenance off the trail that needs to be done. As someone who has led dozens uh, or more um, volunteer efforts at the, at the Nature Center involving hundreds of UTRGD students, I feel like our work and our donations of plants and other materials are really um, special and I don't want to see the city um, disrespect or let those those efforts go to waste. I also miss being able to go enjoy the forest in the evening with my family. So I'm asking y'all to direct the city to restore regular hours and open up the park for volunteer work because it's been closed for that. And just as important, I would like to see the city renew their commitment to maintain and restore the nature center by including more money for operation, restoration, and staff explicitly in the budget, which it is not there now. I've drawn up a document with a specific, very conservative proposal along with some data, and I'm gonna be emailing it to y'all this evening for your feedback and consideration. Um, we don't want the city to allow the nature center to fall back into neglect. This does need to be a budget priority. And I appreciate your time and your letting me um, let, this, let, let you know about this. Thanks. 
Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. The next uh, person, Victoria Guerra. Is she on? Uh, Victoria Guerra. Can you hear us? We'll, we'll go to Suzanne El-Hajj, is it? Is Suzanne there? Not in the audience. <coughs> Okay, uh, Victoria. Hello? Uh, yes, who is this? Hi, can you hear me? My name is Suzanne Elhaj. Okay, you're on right now. Go ahead. Okay, okay. thank you for your time. Um, good afternoon, everyone. So my name is Suzanne. I'm here representing the Environmental Awareness Club that is an organization at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley in which I'm a student there. Um, our organization has some history with the McAllen Nature Center. In the past, we often go to volunteer or experience the guided trails. And we also have our, butterf our butterfly garden there on, on, the, on, on that property. Um, seeing that other facilities in McAllen have opened up for regular hours, um, we were wondering why the McAllen Nature Center is limiting their hours. And this makes the park virtually inaccessible to working families and students like myself who have classes usually in the morning. Um, and being that this is the only socially distanced activity in the area and the safest recreation option, we wanted to, our, our organization wants to respectfully ask that the McAllen um, City Commission require the city to restore the McAllen Nature Center's regular hours for the sake of all the working families and students who want to be able to access the safe recreation during this difficult time. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Is uh, Victoria Guerra there? Press star, what is it? Nine? Star nine. Star nine. Okay, I guess I'm not there. Ernesto Herrera, are you there? Press star nine. I hear somebody. Ernesto, are you there? <laughs> nope. South, is it well liver? Seth, well liver? Hello. Hello. Is it Seth? Yes. Okay, you're on the City Commission. Okay. Good evening. Why? Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to our concerns about McAllen Nature Center. On uh, behalf of myself and uh, the local South Texas Border Chapter of Texas Master Naturalists, uh, McAllen Nature Center has a special place for us. Um, you know, ever since the old botanical garden and uh, having to see it go vacant and all that hard work going to waste, we sure don't want that to happen again. Uh, some of us, you know, as kids went there and then later on why we uh, volunteered and we've uh, donated probably close to six or $800 worth of plants and amendments over the last few years um, as far as personally and then as the Texas Master Naturalist, why they do a lot of volunteer work, and I think their volunteer work is counted by the state something around $23 an hour. So lately we donated some plants, and we're afraid that uh, our donations aren't going to be tended to. And we're just, you know, uh, wanted to 
get some more opportunities for our volunteers to go and uh, physically volunteer or uh, online volunteer work as far on, on behalf of McAllen Nature Center. And so we'd hope that you could get a couple of uh, full-time employees. That way we can go ahead and uh, make sure our donations are kept up and that uh, we would have plenty of staff on hand if uh, people want to volunteer. And thank you guys for your time. Well, thank you, Seth, and we'll note it. Uh, several speakers are on the same um, subject, and our parks directors um, sitting out in the audience. I think that's it. We've okay. tried everybody, right? Um, is Victoria or Ernesto going once, twice? Okay. Uh, that's the end of the public hearing. That's the uh, end of the public hearing on the um, on the budget, Mr. City Manager. So the next item is public hearing to receive comments on and consider the proposed 2020-2021 service and plan and assessment rule for Trace Lagos Public Improvement District. You gonna handle that, Michelle? Actually, uh, we have David Earl on the phone who's gonna be handling it, but I might uh, ask that you wait until we get to item 7A, which is the update he's gonna provide, and we could have the public hearing at that time. There's also an item on 4A, that's the adoption of the ordinance. Because they fell in different parts of the agenda, if we could wait till we get to 7A, then they could all be heard at the same time, if that would be acceptable to the commission. Uh, okay, but we could do 7A now. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll do, do that. that. Yeah. We'll do that. Why don't we just go do okay, 7A that now? that would be perfect. And, and yeah. David Earl is on the, the phone to go ahead okay, and provide you. Okay, so this you. is a public hearing. Give us, a, uh, give us the synopsis, short synopsis, and then we'll go right to 7A. Good afternoon, uh, Mayor, City Council members, can, or Commissioners, can you hear me okay? Yes. yes. All right, this is David Earl, and I am grateful to be here before you today. This uh, item for this public hearing is dealing with the the um well you're going into 7a correct mayor yes. yes okay so i'll go ahead and give you the briefing on that uh one moment and i'll pull that up and uh, give me one second here sorry zoom technology is great it just takes a little time to get it up and going all right from beginning. While you're doing that, I might explain that this is a planned um, improvement district, and what we're talking about is it's like a internal tax, if you will, on people that only lived in or own property in Trace Lagos, and because it is a public improvement uh, district, we have to have public hearings and treat it as very similar to a, a governmental um, public hearing, which it technically is, but only to a very, very small portion of our city. That's correct, Mayor, and if I could, do you have the presentation in front of you now? Yes, we do. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a, an update on the reinvestment zone number one, City of McAllen, uh, for the 2020 year. And this um, this update is required. Uh, by chapter 311 of the Texas Tax Code, it's also required under the interlocal agreement between the city, the zone, and Hildago County uh, which requires the county to be given to get an update annually. So we'll be giving the same update to the county in one of their upcoming commissioner's court meetings. Uh, just as a reminder, the city must file an annual report to the comptroller no later than the 150th day following the end of its fiscal year. And I'd like to interject here a compliment to city staff. They have been absolutely phenomenal to work with on this project and have been very, the finance department, Michelle, and everyone involved in it has been very, very helpful and very on top of things. 
and we're very grateful for that. You've got a great staff. So I'm going to go through some slides to show you a picture is worth a thousand words, so I'll save the thousand words and show you these pictures. This is the most recent uh, photos, aerial photos of Tres Lagos project. As you can see, the build out has been substantial. All the infrastructure, spine infrastructure has been in the first uh, few units, all the way down to the A&M campus. And uh, the next phase is actually starting as well beyond um, the uh, phases that are on the ground now. These aerial photos, this one particularly shows the idea of public school as well as the clubhouse in the center of the photo. And in the foreground, you see a couple of units of the development. And you can see that that has been built out as designed with curvilinear planning to give more green space and a more, more um, sustainable atmosphere for the neighborhood. The project, as you can see from this angle uh, to the right, you see new construction starting. This is another phase of development ongoing. The build-out rate, as you'll see in a moment, has been very, very good. Um, this is looking from the back of the development toward the main entrance. <laughs> Again, here you see some of the uh, higher-end lots around the lakes that are being built uh, with homes. Um, and one of the things we're getting ready to add in the project uh, is the shop to Tres Lagos. This will be the first phase of commercial development. As you all know, uh, this project has both residential and commercial as well as multifamily. But the commercial development, uh, which is going to be breaking ground this year in the next year, uh, has been slowed down a little bit because of two factors. One, COVID, of course, has put everything from the standpoint of business and rate retail in a slower vein. But also, the big thing that's slowing it down is the construction of the reconstruction of Ware Road and the realignment of Ware Road. Uh, that was supposed to be done by now and it's not been started in this area. So it's something we're very much awaiting and, and encouraging the city to do whatever they can do to help push as well to get TxDOT to fund that project and move along so we can break ground and have more commercial development. There'll be a public hearing on that uh, relatively soon. We had a meeting with TxDOT to, um, to plan it and I think it's gonna be announced sort of the date. If it's not already, it'll be within the next um, 30 days. That's wonderful. That's great news for the project and for the city, of course. This is the North Park, one of the, the uh, areas amenities that's been built and maintained by the PID um, through funding with the TERS. And this park is, um, you know, practice courts, play areas, sports courts, playgrounds, um, picnic areas, and a number of other amenities for the community. And all of this has, as you know, a high-speed Wi-Fi throughout <clears throat> Uh, this is a picture of some of the lakes that have been installed. Again, there's playgrounds on these lakes, as well as the amphitheater in the center of this photo. You can see it, which has become a centerpiece for public meetings. Again, COVID has had an impact on that. We look forward to regaining that momentum and public gathering in the future as things get, we get through this crisis. Another shot of the lakes, you can see some of the additional lakes around the perimeter that have been installed and maintained. These are all maintained by the PID uh, as another amenity for the community. As I said, the amphitheater is a fantastic venue and it's been used widely in the past. Uh, currently, of course, with the limitations, there's been some restriction, but we look forward to continuing the, the public benefit of having this and the, and the members of the PID being able to enjoy it as well in the community. That's an old picture, by the way. It is an old picture, of course, because uh, recently there's not been a lot of gatherings there. <laughs> uh, the community center pool has been a great amenity and this is fully operational, as you know. Um, 
it's uh, really being enjoyed by all. And in the background of this picture, you see two other landmarks in development. One is the Idea Public School, which has been constructed and is operational. And then in the background, you see the A&M campus, which is one of the centerpieces of this development in the entire Rio Grande Valley, actually. Uh, there's also farmer market, farmers markets that are going on. And again, these will regain steam as COVID backs off, but they've been very popular. Housing in Trace Lagos, uh, the housing product is top notch. It's, it's very, very good, as you can see from this picture. Uh, the quality and um, what's being given for the price and the, and the development is, is actually quite amazing. Um, the housing continues to be developed. It's going along at a very good pace. In fact, we have a new phase, as I said. COVID has not really slowed down the housing market, thank God. And uh, the new phase of development is, is going in the ground. Um, and as you know, A&M has been moving forward, uh, even in the crisis, it's been moving forward in its plans to, to phase in its new buildings. Uh, and the enrollment's been steadily increasing. Same thing with Idea Trace Lagos. To give you an idea of where we're at, and part of this report is to give you an update of the financial condition of the tax and urban investment zone. As you can see here in 2020, it was projected based on the bonds that were issued and everything that was done, that we'd have $120 million, $120.3 million in tax base uh, by this time. Um, I'm pleased to, to tell you that the appraised market value of the development, which started off in 2015 at $1,063,000, is now at an appraised value of $171,814,995 and assessed taxable value of 151661 I'm sorry, $151,661,485. So the captured value, when you remove the base, uh, the amount that's been grown from this project is already at over $170.7 and the assessed value is over $150.5 What that means, um, based on the three primary residential communities that have been built out to date, which provide the majority of the market taxable values in the project. Um, we're currently overperforming by $51,441,170 in market value, or about $31.2 million in taxable value, which is about a 35% overperformance, even with COVID. Uh, as I said, luckily, residential development has not slowed down too much. But again, with COVID and the displacement or the, or the lack of good timing on, on Ware Road, uh, that has impacted our commercial build-out. Currently, there's uh, 657 residential lots developed to date. 213 of those lots were developed this year in 2020. There have been 443 lots sold to date, 99 of those in 2020. 488 homes sold to date, 108 sales year-to-date in 2020. To put in perspective, Trace Lagos has 25% of the new home permits in McAllen in 2020. So the build-out rate has been great, and it's been drawing from other markets uh, besides McAllen, adding to your build-out, your building permit rate, as well as your tax base. So development costs to date um, in all categories have been about $65.4 million. And um, here's a breakdown, and I'll email this to everyone so they have it, but uh, this is a breakdown of the, the build-out. What's on the left-hand side under the green headings is the original budget that was approved by the commission and has been managed by the TERS board in conjunction with the PID board. Uh, to date, that budget was 232.3 million. Uh, there have been about 
45.6 million in reimbursement requests and those include requests from the developer as well as the city and PUD. And um, the remaining balance of improvements for the TERS budget is 186.7 million. So the project's in good shape, the budget is in line and um, it's, uh, it's got a ways to go and it's got a good runway ahead of it, which will continue to allow us to take off into the future and build the tax base for McAllen and build a very sustainable and enjoyable community for the public. And that is the update for 2020 on the tax increment reinvestment zone, Mayor. And so is that enough to close the public hearing on that and go to well, the other items? What I'd like to do now is go ahead and, and just add a couple of comments about the, the pit assessments. Okay. As part of this overall project, the presentation I just gave you was on the status of the tax increment reinvestment zone number one, the TERS. As part of the project, there's also the public improvement district, which places assessments on property to help pay for some of the benefits the community gets, like the rec center, uh, pool improvements, the lake landscaping, and other things like that, the parks. As part of that, every year under Chapter 372 of local government code, the Trace Lagos Public Improvement District is required to give this commission an updated five-year projection of the, um, the budget and request uh, a service plan and assessment be approved and ask the commission to approve assessment rolls, which place assessments on the property to pay for all these amenities and management and maintenance these improvements. There's also an assessment um, for debt service to secure the debt that was issued initially to build the infrastructure. And then a technology assessment, which is charged to, to pay for all the technological uh, benefits that are given in the community, such as fiber uh, to the home, um, Wi-Fi, community-wide Wi-Fi, uh, programming channels to the home and other, other amenities that are electronic-based or IT-based. And the good news is that uh, the TERS board, the PID board has met. They approved what's before you tonight for this public hearing and for consideration for adoption, which is the 2020-2021 service and assessment plan and the assessment rolls for this service and assessment plan. There is no change from last year. The assessments have remained stable. They're the same. They're being supplemented by the developer to allow them to stay the same. And um, the three categories of assessment, again, are the technology assessment, the maintenance assessment, and the debt service assessment, which only kicks in if there's ever a default, which would not happen because the developer has secured all this through letters of credit to make sure the payments are made on everything going on in the project. And so we're requesting uh, on behalf of the PID that the commission tonight approve the service and assessment plan and then approve the assessment role and levy the assessments within the community for the 2021 year and the 2021 assessments. Yes, that, that's and under there four. There is no change from last year, and that would conclude my comments for the public hearing. Okay, here, okay uh, David, we, we noticed you're in Europe, so we really appreciate you being on this call. <laughs> I um, wish I was yeah, in the background. We, I'm going <laughs> to close. I'm a, uh, let, let me ask, and before I close the public hearing, is anybody here who would like to make a comment relating to the presentation? Anybody in the audience live in Trace Lagos? No? Okay, so I'm going to close the public hearing and direct the City Commission's attention to item 4A, which is the adoption of the ordinance approving the Trace Lagos Public Improvement District Service and Assessment Plan. By the way, the city does pay because we own property in Trace Lagos, so we do pay part of the assessment plan as, um, as required as property owners. And so I think you have that in your agenda packet, I mean in your... Um, under that item, you have it on your computer? I do. Under 4A? Unless there's any questions, 
And like I say, it's the same as um, last year. I entertain a motion to approve the ordinance uh, adopting the Trace Lagos Public Improvement District Service and Assessment Plan for 2020-2021 and assessment rule relating thereto. Motion so moved. to approve. Second. Okay. Any comments, questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign, motion carried. And we also received item 7A already from David. If we could roll all this into one, item 7B, um, two, I mean, excuse me, 7B through 7J are all the members of the PID board. And we have several people resigning and some uh, new appointments. Unless anybody had any particular questions, I'd like to have, entertain a motion to approve 7B through 7J uh, for the approval to the um, PID board at the recommendation. Most of those are recommendation at, of the um, of the developer. So moved. Second. Motion second. Any comments or questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same <coughs> sign. Motion carried for item 7B through 7J. And 7A. Okay. So we concluded all the public hearing. Now we go to the consent agenda. Any items we taken off the consent agenda uh, for consideration? I wanted to get B and I. B and I, okay. Any other items taken off? Okay, hearing none, entertain a motion to approve items 2A and then C through H and then J, K, and L. I'll move. Second. All those in favor say aye. 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 Oh, same sign, motion carried. Okay, 2B, TechStat Routine Airport Maintenance Program Grant. Liz. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Great. Go, Go ahead. ahead What's your Liz. question, Tanya? Yes, on the on the grant, um, and I'm sorry, just I don't know why I missed it on, on, on the notes. Now, how much is it, and where, what is it going to exactly? 50000 is reimbursing our airfield maintenance expenses. Okay. Okay, I got that's is it. it. Is that a motion to approve then? Yes. Second. Okay, motion second to approve. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Aye. Consideration to amend uh, ordinance to grant authority to registered sanitarians. That is an interesting one. To enforce provisions <laughs> of the Code of Ordinances. Hello there. I, go ahead. I guess the, he wants a question. Yes, on this one, yes. Can you explain this one a little further? Yes, this yeah, would um, expand the talent pool and allow sanitarians to be able to write citations to our city codes. Right now, just code enforcement officers are allowed to write citations through the code, and so we enforce the Texas Food Establishment Rules and um, to, to get a better talent pool of food safety professionals, a registered sanitarian license would be best. Do we, are there employees of us, or they're just registered sanitarian people? Are they em our employees? Oh, I'm a sanitarian, and I have an employee that's uh, studying for the test right now, but future applicants. Okay. They'd be all like city employees, but yes. we're sort of broadening. Yes, city employees, okay. yes. Okay. A sanitarian. Okay, the motion to approve? Second. Second. All those in favor, <laughs> say aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Always learn something new, every city commission. <laughs> I didn't know what a sanitarian was. Okay, bids and contracts, Mr. City Manager. Yes, sir. Uh, item 3A is consideration and approval to negotiate with top ranked engineering firm at the McAllen International Airport. Yes, Mayor and City Commission, the Department of Aviation is requesting authorization to negotiate with a top-ranked engineering consultant firm for airport general engineering services. 
Statements of qualifications were received from four for firms, and the top-ranked firm was KSA. The evaluation team included airport staff, city staff, as well as airport advisory board members. At this time, I'll answer any questions that you may have. Okay, just a general comment. Um, I really like the evaluation matrix. I think we've, we've come a long way um, from, from where we started. Uh, it's, it's very detailed. Um, just a question there on the, the second page on the criteria. If we go to like the number seven, it's FAA requirements. I was just wondering why we were, we were just doing zero to 10 points on that one. If, <laughs> if it seems um, like it's an important part. They were general guidelines. I think for us, it was more important to assess their experience with work at an airfield. Um, and so you saw that ranking was placed in that manner. Mm -hmm. We also utilized the FAA circulars um, as a guideline for how uh, we came up with the criteria and how we assessed those rankings. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Okay. So who's our current engineer? Our current engineer is KSA. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. Thank you. Motion to approve. Second. Motion and second to approve the um, engineering firm as ranked by staff. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Award supply for purchase of $625,000 with the tires. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's a lot of tires. <laughs> <laughs> Expensive tires. Mayor, City Commission, Public Works is requesting your authorization to award an annual supply contract for purchase of tires to six responsive responsible bidders meeting the requirements of the specifications for an anticipated expense, says Mayor, saying $625,000. On July 16, 2020, the Purchasing Contracting Department solicited sealed bids and a total of seven companies responded. Staff recommends award to the, the 23 items to six vendors. One is American Tire Distributors of Fort Worth, Texas for items five and seven. Beasley Tire Service out of Houston, Texas for items 1, 11, 16, 18, and 20. Southern Tire Mart from Columbus, Mississippi for items 10, 12, 13, 15, and 21. TNW Tire LLC out of Far Texas for items 2 and 3. The Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company of Ankron, Ohio for items 6, 8, 9, 14, 19, 22, and 23. Tire Hub LLC out of Woody, Georgia, for items 4 and 17. Any questions? What was your most expensive tire? I was trying to find <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, the, the heavy-duty tires are the most expensive. About three, $400? Six. $600. Yes. Did you use buyboard on this one? No. No. We do open, open bid. Oh, wow. Okay. Any other questions? Entertain a motion to approve the purchase of tires as motion recommended. Motion to approve. Move to approve as stated. Okay, you, motion. You made me dizzy with all the. <laughs> <laughs> all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. I just don't want to put air in any of them. Roy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, got getting ahead of myself here. So, word of service contract for grounds maintenance of city uh, properties. Good afternoon, uh, Mayor, members of the City Commission. This next item is for a word of contract for. Uh, mowing and maintenance at different park facilities. We had a total of six vendors submit proposals, and uh, there was a group of uh, city staff members with departments that are affected with this uh, airport, convention center, library, parks and recreation, and our purchasing department as well. On the matrix, obviously, there's a, a number of things that were considered. 
we had uh, experience, we had the ability or past experience with the vendors, we had pricing and uh, current amount of work at the time. So the, uh, there's four vendors that are being recommended. We're looking at um, lawn care experts, native land design, southern landscapes, and Rod's lawn care. And uh, staff recommends approval for a period of one year with uh, authorization of uh, the city manager to exercise the option to extend the contract for two years at one year increments. Is this a second year for all of those? Uh, no, sir. Some of these are new. Okay. Uh, so we have two large contracts. This particular one is for 220 acres. The other one is for close to 300 acres. And those are new ones? Yes, sir. Okay. Some of, the, some of the contractors have already been on an extension, right, till today? Right? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, we're on a temporary extension. Only, and, yeah. and which one is contracted to do the palm tree trimming, or is that a separate contractor? That's a separate contract. Oh, that's the, okay. Yes, sir. This is just for maintenance, for mowing, and uh, we have uh, the convention center, the library. We have uh, hike and bike trails and many of our city school parks that are part of this contract as well. That's a lot, a lot more. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'll make when we do the palm trees, we, th we suggest you go up there and see what it's like. I don't think they're sturdy enough to hold me up, Mayor. <laughs> it might tip over. <laughs> okay, motion approved. Motion approved. Second. Second. Okay, motion and second approved. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Thank Item you. D. I'm sorry, that's me too, I'm sorry. MOU? Uh, this yeah. next item is an MOU. Uh, Precinct 4, Hidalgo County, is partnering up with uh, McAllen ISD, with Capable Kids, and the City of McAllen. And this is uh, basically the, the beginning of the agreement between the entities. Our responsibility will be uh, to build a uh, parking lot and a bathroom for a special needs playground at, uh, next to our baseball you park. Have that budgeted, baseball park. Right? You have a budget, right? Yes, sir, it is, it is budgeted. Okay. So staff recommends approval. The, the capable kids bathroom or the special needs bathroom will also be incorporated in just regular bathrooms or is it going to be a separate bathroom? No, it'll be a bathroom with the capabilities to serve all just, populations. Just them and no one else? No, it, it'll be for everybody. everybody. So oh, okay. we, have, we have a need. There's a lot of folks that enjoy the trail in the evening, right. so it would be accessible to public as, as well. During, but even none if of those are open right now anyway. And we want to thank Capable <laughs> Kids and McAllen ISD for their generous operation in this yes sir i mean the county pitching in, in the county too thousand uh, yes. capable kids three hundred fifty thousand. school district is providing the uh, land and then we're doing the structure yeah. motion to approve second and okay, special thanks to uh commissioner uh, ellie torres she was very uh involved in this project as well i want to give make sure we do that you. thank Definitely. you thank okay, you motion to second all those in favor say aye aye, aye. close same sign motion clear three e is a water contract for the 2020 pavement preservation project Good evening, Mayor, Commissioners. On September 3rd, Purchasing Contracting Department received one bid uh, for this 2020 pavement preservation project. This project uh, will help delay the aging process of approximately 98,000 uh, square yards of existing asphalt pavement. As a reminder, this is one method that we use for pavement preservation and um, to keep our streets uh, lasting longer and, and working better. Uh, the sole, bid, the sole bid that was received was from Pavement Restoration, Inc. of Bernie, Texas, in the amount of $112,700 for a contract time of 12 working days, and staff recommends award a contract. I had a question. Is this similar to a proprietary thing like, um, like what we do for regular paving or no? So the, the uh, pavement or the rejuvenating emulsion that they use, um, there is a, a, like a brand, it's called Reclamite, is a product that they use 
but we do leave the bid open so that we allow others to bid, but based on um, meeting those requirements of that uh, emulsifier. Kind of like Cutler Paving only does certain whatever. Right, but this, this could be open to other bidders if they submitted a product um, okay. that meet those qualifications. Okay. And the purpose of this project, of course, is to lengthen the life of the street before you start using the Cutler system, correct? Correct, sir. So this, we use this on uh, pavements that are still in relatively good condition to lengthen the life of that pavement. So this isn't for where we see those large cracks. Um, it's not for that type of treatment. It's to lengthen the life of already uh, good Mr. Rodriguez, this is one of the, um, I know the total amount may not be totally significant in compared to the budget, but this is the type of proactive maintenance that uh, under your administration and through the Board of Commissioners we must continue to do. Uh, so that way we don't have to worry about deferring maintenance and having to completely rip up a street. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You know, a, a few years ago, actually, we, we realized that our miles were getting longer and longer, and it was the engineering department that came to management and said, look, these are ways that we can really stretch dollars before we use Cutler, and, and we've been doing it for several years. Thank, Thank you very much, Yvette. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I, I had a question. Do we, we also do a program for the cracks besides we that? We do. We have a crack sealing program for our, our asphalt. So they'll come in and they'll, they'll seal those cracks. We also have a, a program for our concrete pavements. Um, usually they're mostly on the south side and the industrial side um, to seal those joints and then to replace concrete panels as they need to be replaced. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Hearing none, entertain a motion to approve. So move. Second. Okay, motion and second. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. F. F is consideration approval, change order number five wow. for Westway Heights drainage improvements. Yes, sir. Um, this uh, change order includes um, improvements to the landscape irrigation system that was uh, disturbed during construction, which will require modification to the spray head rotors and various elements to, um, to ensure compat compatibility with current parks and recreation requirements uh, for their operation and maintenance. There's also an existing fill drain, which we had um, repaired during the, the construction However, there are other segments of it that need to be addressed as well, and so this will take care of that issue. It also includes additional pavement reconstruction that was required to match the existing or the transition from existing to the improvements that were done um, and reduce the pronounced crowns in the various sections of the roadway. Staff recommends approval of change order number five in the net amount of $74,376 with an additional 65 additional calendar days for a revised contract amount of $2,629,453 and a revised contract of 324 calendar days. This is subject to a budget amendment. I would like to add as well that this, this is a hazard mitigation grant and so we are receiving participation um, from the state and the federal government at 75%. So that'll help offset the cost for, for this additional change. Okay, anybody have any questions? I had one, didn't we know we would have to do this when we, before we went to bid on this contract? Because it seemed that's a lot of money. In so part of it that has to, and the majority of it has to do with the um, irrigation uh, system itself. We had a, a line item um, to give us an allowance for that irrigation uh, system. However, um, it did not include the um, current standards that our parks department uses now. And, and for ease of maintenance and to be able to maintain light components so that they're maintaining the same type of system um, we're recommending that we proceed with this change okay any other questions uh, real quick just for my clarification the 74,000 you speak about 75 percent of that will be covered by the hazard mitigation grant yes sir. okay just want to be clear thank you motion to approve 
Second. Second. Motion and second. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed same sign. Motion carried. Thank you. GEs consider authorization to approve the first amendment of the CARES Act Interlocal uh, Cooperation Agreement with Hidalgo County. Good afternoon. So on October 1st, Hidalgo County Commissioner's Court approved an amendment to the Hidalgo County CARES Act Interlocal Cooperative Agreement. There are three main, cha main changes. The first is the extension to the period of performance. It goes now through October 31st. They also allowed an additional 20% to be released. And then the final submission date is gonna be November 30th of this year. And those were the changes that are now included. So staff recommends approval. I don't understand. If we have an agreement in the, in the first one is up to 16 million, what's the 20%? Is it, yeah. Are they gonna just release 20% and we're back to square one again? So, yes. So initially upon um, execution of the first agreement, they released 20%, which is about $3.2 million. Already gone. And while we have remitted um, several requests for reimbursements, we haven't received a check just yet, but execution of this document will release an additional 20%. What about the stuff we already submitted for all the whole 16 million, so yes, why would we just be parceling out at 20 million or 20% at, at a time? You know, you don't know the answer? Well, I think, I think there's several ways to look at this, Mayor. Um, one is that, um, you know, I'll just speak for myself. You know, I've been pretty frustrated and a little critical of uh, the process and how long it has taken for us to get reimbursed. And to date, no city in Hidalgo County that I know of has been reimbursed for an application. And so I think that the, the county saw that as, uh, as we do now. And so they're gonna give us an additional 20%. They give us, they settled the check for 3.2 million. It would be an additional check for 3.2 million to provide some relief while they're still reviewing all of our applications. But we, what? We've submitted so, five. Uh, six. Six applications and uh, have not received funding. So and then they'll right. owe us 60% oh. after that? Right, right. I mean, the, all of that will be pending, uh, their review. November 30th? So uh, it Remember. extends it. It extends the request for reimbursement through November. So 30th. they have the other sixty percent would be up to November thirtieth to receive well, those we've funds. We've already requested. We've the already requested it. Yeah, we've we, requested. We, so we're just. We waiting. don't need the November thirtieth. We requested done. that plus. Right. Because yes. we we have some things we think would go in the next category of payments between one hundred fourteen and one hundred thirty-two dollars per capita. So we've already done. We've already exceeded the all of our asks. In, plus, and it's just. We don't so, know what the answer is. Roy, I guess the way it sounds is the initial 20% was almost like an advance, and this seems like another 20% advance. Correct. Once these funds are dispersed, can they not approve our request and, and try to claw it back? Well, I think that's possible. I don't think that's probable, uh, but it's certainly possible. Um, you know, their, their review is very, very intense. The, the, the words that we used at our last call was, you're not even waiting for an audit. You're make you're doing an audit now, and if that's what it seems like, is that every single line item uh, is being reviewed, and hopefully by October 31, we will receive the funding. Well, I was going to ask. So signing this agreement, the only thing we're going to be eligible for is an additional 20%, or we're going to be eligible for everything if it gets approved. If the only thing that changes, Mayor, is that they're going to advance us another 20. The 16.3. Is still we don't uh, have to come back to them for another. We can. W that's still valid and that's still pending. Okay. Well, the only good thing about the whole situation is that we're not the only city. 
Just, you know, well, Misery Loves Company, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, exactly. we're in Misery right Loves that's, Company. That's just my positive side. <laughs> okay. Always think positive. That's we're not okay. alone. And is that a motion to approve? It's a motion to approve. Second. Yes. Okay, motion, second, approve. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Okay, we did um, item uh, 4A. 5A is resolution, consideration of. A resolution for grant submission to EDA for the Public Works and Economic Adjustment Assistance Care Act for the McAllen Hidalgo International Bridge. Yes. So Second. And this is to help uh, widen it to how many more? Six, six or twelve? I can't remember. I'm That's sorry. to help with the uh, construction of pedestrian <laughs> lanes. Right. Pedestrian uh, lane. I think it adds six, six pedestrian, quite a few. Okay. A motion and a second. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Oh, same sign, motion carried. Variance is item 6A. 6A is a variance at uh, 8821 State Highway 107. Yes, sir. So this property is located on the south side of State Highway 107, approximately 320 feet east of uh, North Bryan Road. Uh, it is 9.174 acres, um, and the property is zoned I-1 with C-3 to the east and the city's ETJ to the north, south, and west. Uh, surrounding uses are single-family residences, businesses, and vacant land. Uh, the property was in the city's ETJ since 1987 and was annexed in August of 2012. Uh, in 2016, uh, the city received a subdivision application uh, from the applicant, which was approved in preliminary form uh, in March of 2016. Uh, since then, uh, no, no further movement had been done on the subdivision. Uh, the applicant is now applying for a subdivision variance to not have to subdivide uh, to avoid requiring uh, the required, rather, improvements and escrows. The applicant is proposing to construct a 10,000 square foot uh, retail building at the site. Uh, the city's development team does recommend against uh, the subdivision extension to, to diverse issues such as right-of-way dedication along Colorado, uh, paving improvements and sidewalk escrows which are required compliance with drainage requirements, uh, which is the big one, and then an impact on traffic without the benefit of a TIA. Well, and, and uh, sewer. And sewer, correct. To, yeah. you, you know, this is unusual because it's city limits, and there's no city limits on each side. Correct. And, and I can't imagine people want, if we're going to do make this guy do all this stuff, want to be annexed, want to not be in another county. But anyways, um, so I, I think the solution for him is to come back on a piecemeal thing and say, you know, what makes sense instead of a full subdivision, instead of a whole variance. That's just my opinion. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way we should approach it and work from that standpoint. But anybody ever have any other? And, and that's what makes us nervous, Mayor, is that he's only going to put a 10,000 square foot building yeah. on almost 10 acres. Right. Yes. Right. So uh, the recommendation is disapproval. Then have any discussion? Or is the applicant here? Yeah, I think if you come back and say, you know, this doesn't make sense because, like, sidewalk, you don't want to have a sidewalk that only goes in front of your property and nobody else's or whatever, that'd be much more acceptable to us than a whole scale um, variance. And at least that's what I'm saying. So, unless you had anything particular to say otherwise. Come on up. Well, the main goal of my client, I'm the engineer, uh, he just wants to build a, a small little bodega, and I understand the size. Uh, 
the, the one factor was uh, that kind of killed the project was uh, the escrow monies for the street in the back. We started about five years ago, and the city was asking for about $75,000 to be put aside for that. And that kind of just put a damp on the whole thing. In addition with the subdivision process, the Sherryland Water Supply Corporation needs him to extend a water line that's 900 feet away. And that also put a damp on the project itself. Water is available there. We understand, I told them that if this does go through, you would have to get right away away. Uh, even, even, even. Uh, it would seem, you know, on the Cornell Street on the south side, it seemed to me if you didn't subdivide the whole acreage, you'd avoid that situation and we'd get, get there when it comes up. So I, I think if you come back with us with suggestions, I don't think we're going to be opposed to being reasonable with it. It's just the whole nine acres, and I don't think it's going to pass today. And yeah, so. And that's, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a very big lot. And uh, Sherryland came back saying that what if they develop in the future, they even asked them to make a line bigger uh, further west of uh, Bryan Road. Uh, one thing just led to another, and it just kept uh, killing the project more and more. Sure. So, um, yeah, we don't control Sherryland, though. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I wish it, we did. It's, uh, well, I, I guess, I, I, so what you need, a different reason as to why we can bypass the subdivision process? No, uh, get variances to the subdivision process. And so we don't require this or don't require that because it makes no economic sense or useful sense to us. And so I, I think just sitting down with our planning department, we'd be receptive to, um, can't guarantee anything, but we'd be yeah. receptive to uh, variances to the subdivision <clears throat> instead of just no subdivision at all. Okay, I get you. Okay. Very well. Thank you. Thank you. So that motion would be to um, move to disapprove. Disapprove. Second. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carry. Okay, uh, you know, I thought we a couple meetings ago said all these parkland dedication that we wanted the administration to handle it because we've always approved them. So we'll, we'll do, if you want to take them all at once, they're all uh, fees in lieu of land dedication and recommendations approval on item 6, B, C, and D. Yes, sir, that is correct. Motion okay. to approve. Second. Okay, anybody have any particular questions? No. Okay, all in favor say aye. Aye. Oh, same sign, motion carried. Yeah, could you ask the city attorney may come up with a... Administrative approval of these things? Sure. Yes, sir. Will do. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Okay, Mayor, I think that the next item is yeah, we're all the way to 7K, review yes. and approval of quarterly investment okay. report right. for June 30th of 2020. <clears throat> Good evening, Mayor and City Commission. Uh, the item before you is the quarterly investment report for the quarter ended June 30th, uh, 2020. Uh, it was uh, the report is prepared in compliance with the city's investment policy and the public funds investment act the report was presented to the audit uh, investment committee on september 3rd and was approved if you look turn to page one presents a summary of the quarter's performance um, on the right side under summary of quarter end results by investment category you'll see in the june 30th 2020 performance the city's total holdings totaled $278,112,059, which is made up of mostly uh, bank deposits, pool and text pool investments, government securities, and CDs. The average yield for the quarter was 1.32% uh, and a 1.7% for the fiscal year to date. Um, the 
if you turn to the last page of the report, <coughs> let's see. Uh, the report packet, there's a nice uh, investment maturities report that breaks, it breaks down on the city's investments by, by fund type, fund description, the type of investment, and the, and the maturities of those investments. So to give you an example, that first column on that last page of investment maturities report will show you the total operating funds and the total holdings on those operating funds is 138 million, 107,000, And then it goes on and breaks those down by debt service, um, capital improvement funds, and so on and so forth. And it gives you the grand total of 278 million. Um, and also, for the year, as of J July 30th, um, investments are within budget, within general fund. All investments have been met. All, sorry, all interest income has have met their budgets as of July 30th. Um, general fund is the only one that's within 74,000. That's going to be met in August. Uh, we have over 80,000 interest income coming in August, and we'll exceed it in September. So all interest income budgets will be met. And one of the reasons we still have the fund balance we do is because Avalorum taxations kind of overlap, and so uh, we collect those in January. So this fiscal year, you're you're not dealing with a regular fiscal year on expenses. It's more similar to a calendar year because of taxes don't get come in until December and January of each year. Okay. Um, so anybody volunteer to put some of this in their mattress because that's about what we're going to be. Okay, uh, entertain a motion to accept the investment report as presented. So moved. Second. All in favor say aye. 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 Oh, same sign, motion carried. I guess we skip down to future agenda items. We've taken care of CARES Act, IMS activities, and report on right away cleaning. Any, any change, any additions? God, how many, we're down to three pages? Well, the only thing I'll say, Mayor, about the CARES is that we actually, uh, now that we're ramping up with all of the other um, funds that you approve, we are including them in the, the report that we're going to have in every meeting. Okay. Right. I was thinking, um, I had an item on uh, county updated county response to Hurricane Hannah. You probably take that off. I think we got enough information on that. Next meeting? Yeah, next meeting. Oh, you okay. got that? Okay. I was going to say take it off. And then the CARES Act update, you want that as a running thing, really, yes, right? That's so great. We, we can take it off and just as a running item on the. Right, and that, that's what we're doing. Okay. And we added quite a bit of information in this meeting. Yeah. Okay. Anybody want to add or take off anything? Or um, amend how we do it as opposed to workshops? Okay, and then no action on that? We just modify with what we just um, said right now. We don't take in any action. Um, mayor's report, you already got the COVID financing one. I, I was just saying, um, you know, if you look at, we send out the uh, notice of what we're doing. Hospitals kind of leveled off and lowered. Um, new cases have gone down to about a, average about 120 a day, muscle minnows. The deaths have gone down, but there still, to me, is a significant number. And ICUs have gone down. And, you know, I think somebody said, well, only 10% or less of people that are dying from COVID do it because they don't have comorbidities. All, all I know is if um, my grandpa or myself, you know, could live another 10 years 
because they have comorbidities, it's, that's not an excuse or it's not acceptable. And so um, I think as staff, to, I want to congratulate the um, code enforcement staff, done a good job with restaurants, going in and making sure in restaurants stay, restaurants don't turn to bars, which I think is really important. And um, I think congratulate everybody at City Hall and the businesses I've been, everybody's wearing their mask properly. And so um, let's get over with this. <laughs> Mr. Rodriguez, we have this. Yeah, I, I, wear, I wear it every day. This is a little better, by the way, and I appreciate everybody. It's hard having meetings. It's hard to have public hearings. It really is difficult, and, and I think, um, I think I've, the staff's done a great job of keeping us informed, and just it's tough to do business in this, um, this environment, certainly is. But anybody else had any, anything to say? No. Okay, the next one is um, yeah, Wi-Fi, and uh, um, it's kind of, I'm really proud of staff. You know, we've been trying to, we're going to show a little video of where we were five years ago. So she was it five years ago? You want four years ago? I want to show a video. Because some of you guys were commissioners then, of where we were with, okay. One of the reasons we, we started our school district, I think, was one of the first in the country to give everybody an iPad. And so that was uh, in 2012. 
And that, that was kind of a neat thing. And then it evolved into where kids could start doing their homework on that. And then parental notices started getting to be sent by Wi-Fi. And, and that's when we kind of said, working with the school district, say, hey, that's just really tough uh, for the kids. And so um, we didn't know we'd have COVID and school would be on Wi-Fi, you know. And so I think that was really, um, I'm glad we started when we did. I'm trying to do something about it. In, in this tape we sent was to the Obama administration because we were trying to get um, Obama phone money to be able to be used for Wi-Fi, and that was successful. And then we tried to get, you could use, you get two payments, one for Wi-Fi, one for, we didn't, unfortunately, he ran out of a term of office and his term was over by the time we, um, we negotiated with that. And then we found out that there, even if we got the money, there wasn't service. And so we worked with the school district and said, it really didn't matter in a large part of our city and so the staff has been working on trying to have a solution between hotspots and all those kind of things. We put them in parks, right? And but still wasn't successful. So I don't know how it all happened. But people smarter than me about what I guess three or four months ago came up with the idea with the technology, if you will, where uh, we could push it because we had the fiber optic network, and so we were way ahead of everybody with our own network. And that, all that took was putting then the antennas on top of the water towers, which we were nice because we own water towers. And then the new technology really was being able to use street lights. And that works so well because we have street, you know, almost every neighborhood street lights and they're 300 feet apart. And so they had 600 um, feet of that. So really congratulations to you all. You funded it with uh, $2.2 million, I think, uh, getting that done. And um, we found out that if you're within about 300 feet, the first three houses from each pole gets it in the house. They have repeaters that you can use for about 80, buy for $80 that will pull that signal into everybody's house that wants it if they're within, certainly within 600 feet. And so uh, if we, um, we need to, you know, uh, measure how many, how many would need that and then maybe do a program where people couldn't afford it if they had SNAP or whatever, uh, we could do it through utility bill and they could pay $10 a month, whatever it would be affordable to everybody. So uh, congratulations. That, uh, Work, Mayor. Really good. I think it's one of the most successful in the country. But, yeah. So anyways, that, that was good news. Okay, Al is an appointment of members to the Parks and Recreation, Senior Citizen Center, McAllen Library, and Golf Course Advisory Boards. I've decided that I'll go on the Senior Citizen Center since for six years I've not been able to find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you appoint me, I'll go on the Senior Citizen Board. I've been appointed. Okay. I'm volunteering. Well, I provided you with the spreadsheet of the nominations that were made. Uh, Commissioner Villalobos, Commissioner Haddad, and Commissioner Ramirez have made nominations, and those nominations are listed in blue. Um, and if um, Commissioner Villalobos and Commissioner Quintanilla on that spreadsheet also, everybody that's listed in green, uh, those board members are also eligible for reappointment, and they're willing to serve another term. If you wish to reappoint them, we can reappoint them at this time. Unless you have another appointment that you wish to make. Yeah, uh, I would like to appoint uh, Victoria Guerra for uh, parts. Okay. And then the, the housing authority said they sent over uh, somebody for the tenants position. Did they do that? Yes, we did that at the previous meeting. Oh, we approved it already, okay. Ms. Bertland, on, uh, on the Traffic Commission, I did speak with Mr. Gerardo Molina, Jerry Molina. I believe he had submitted a resignation some time back. Uh, I'd like to appoint Efrain Molina 
okay. uh, to that uh, position. Uh, no relation to Jerry. Okay. I'd like to reappoint the the ones that are in green eligible for reappointment. Got it. Thank you, Commissioner. And then I'll, I'll reappoint uh, the one for Friends of Quinta, uh, John Grimley. Anybody else? A motion to approve the nominations as presented to the city secretary. So motion moved. to approve. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed same sign. I didn't vote for myself. Okay. Thank you. <coughs> okay. Did you get appointed uh, to the senior, huh? the senior uh, citizen committee or no? Okay. Yeah, I can. I have I, two, so you can be my nominee. <laughs> I think that was one way to solve it. And I am a senior citizen, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you have to be one, but you'll be am. serving your Democrats. Okay, Mr. City Attorney. Uh, Mayor Commission, items 9A through 9F for all matters that are protected by the attorney client privilege, as well as 551071 of the Texas Government Code. 9G is a matter of concerning the purchase or sale of real property under 072 of the code. It's my opinion that all these items are eligible to be discussed in executive session. If it's a commission's desire to do so, recommend you entertain a motion to that. We'll move. Second. Second. Okay, a motion and second to go in the executive session and advice the city attorney. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed same. Uh, motion carried. We'll be in executive session. The official time is 629.
We ready? Yes, sir. There's not going to be any people. <laughs> you ready? You ready? You can have it. You ready, TV yes, guys? Sir. We're back in session, and before we uh, do executive session, we got an important announcement. It it. It's Commissioner Quintanilla's birthday tomorrow. So, Ooh, what's your address? Birthday. Where's the party? Happy birthday, Tommy. So, everybody go to his house tomorrow. We're going to have a big party. That's right. <laughs> okay. Mr. City Attorney. Mayor, I'll just do the items that, have, that require action and the ones that I'd leave out that don't require action. On uh, 9C, recommend you entertain a motion authorizing the City Attorney's Office to execute one or more contracts related to lease of spaces at the mobile home park so long as the contracts don't exceed a uh, term of six months. So moved. Second. Okay, motion and second discussion. Hearing and those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. 9D, recommend you entertain a motion that authorizes staff to proceed with the planning for the holiday parade along the lines discussed in the executive session. So moved. Second. Motion and second. Any discussion? Hearing none, those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Oh, oh wait. One, one. Okay, one uh, nay. One nay. Commissioner Quintanilla. Got it. 9G, recommend you entertain a motion authorizing the city attorney and city manager's office to close the real estate transaction. Um, on the property on 23rd Street as described in the executive session. So moved. Second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign, motion carried. So I'll have your honor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. We're adjourned. <laughs> One minute? What? <laughs>